you can hardly tell a Catholic from the world. You, you can't. Most Catholics don't know their faith. So my heart has been to restore God's design for the family and bring the full traditional habit back to the streets. Hello, my dear friends. I have got something great for you today. This is a special because we were supposed to do something else, but there came in an emergency. And I'm going to tell you, it's a very happy emergency. Um, I know most of you know her already. Mother Miriam, who, if you don't know, has a daily show on LifeSite called Mother Miriam Live. She is today's Mother Angelica. She is uh, someone I'm very proud to call a dear friend. And um, she's all situated. She's all well taken care of all of a sudden. Because if you remember, she was out of house and home. She was no bishop would take her in and enable her to continue her amazing ministry. She was, in fact, forced to lose all of those postulants, those women who wanted to enter her order, which she created under Cardinal Burke. And it was all sort of shut down for the longest time. She was in the wilderness. And it was unbelievable. Yet she was doing this amazing apostolate, this amazing ministry uh, with her Mother Miriam live show, which we air here at LifeSite News. And of course, with our partners over at Stations of the Cross Radio. But she's not only situated right now, uh, she has an awesome opportunity. She is in Texas. Guess where? She's been taken in by a bishop the Bishop of Tyler, Texas, no surprise, Joseph Strickland, Bishop Joseph Strickland, who runs, uh, who we're proud to air also a Bishop Joseph Strickland or Bishop Strickland show here once a week at LifeSite. And uh, he has opened his arms to receive mother and her order into his diocese. And guess what? Surprise, surprise. They're having vocations once again. So, but she's in a pickle. And, uh, She's here to tell us about that pickle, and uh, I would encourage you to stay tuned so that you can help her out. This is the John Henry Weston Show. Hey, friends, before we continue, you need to know of a crazy new development. Some of the largest stores in the world are now sending opt-out messages ahead of Mother's Day, allowing consumers the opportunity to ignore Mother's Day and to avoid honoring their own mothers during the month of May. I'm not even kidding. The month of May is especially sacred as we set May apart to honor not only all mothers, but also the mother of God, Mary Most Holy, and our own mothers too, obviously. Therefore, in ignoring Mother's Day in May, it's a scandal. And my pledge to you from all of us here at LifeSite is that we will never stop honoring the unique role of motherhood as woke elites reduce all mothers to birthing persons. If you agree that motherhood is sacred, empower us at LifeSite to proclaim the value of motherhood this month with renewed force and faithfulness. Big tech and mainstream media believe themselves powerful enough to ignore the very base that supports them. But unlike them, we at LifeSite honor you. We pray for you. We celebrate motherhood in our mission to build a pro-life generation for our children and grandchildren. During the month of May, donate to LifeSite News in the honored memory of your mother, living or deceased, knowing that LifeSite will pray for you and your mother. And if you'd like, we will send you a card telling your mom of your donation in her honor. 
So please be sure to leave your name and your mother's name in the donation form in the link below. Thank you for choosing LifeSite, and may we honor all of our mothers during the month of May, especially our Heavenly Mother. Mother Miriam, so good to be with you. It's wonderful to be with you, John Henry. I admire LifeSite and absolutely love you all. Let's begin as we always do with the sign of the cross. If you wouldn't mind leading us off, Mother. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Lord, apart from you, we can indeed do absolutely nothing, nothing that's worth anything for eternity. We ask that you guide our time and accomplish your purpose during this time for the glory of your holy name. We ask Our Lady to be with us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother, Mother of God, God, pray for us sinners, pray for now us and sinners. at the hour of our death. Yeah. Amen. Saint Joseph, pray for us. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 So, Mother, you are finally situated. You finally have a diocese. You finally have a bishop. Tell us a little bit about that first. The best bishop in the country, if not the world. Uh, I think you all know, especially because of LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross, Bishop Joseph Strickland. He's one of the holiest, most orthodox bishops in the country and in the world. And my, um, my heart in gratitude for him is he is a true shepherd of the sheep and of his own priest. He has the heart of a shepherd. That's his entire focus. And he's afraid of nothing. He only wants the truth. And to my great happiness, uh, he called me, John Henry, it was a year ago, Christmas, out of the blue, when so many bishops, two of them put me out. Two, one of them put me out because our name was Mother of Israel, is a mother, oh, excuse me, Daughters of Mary, Mother of Israel's Hope, and didn't want any Jewish community um, coming to haunt him, which they already had asked him to put me out and he did. So it's been an amazing journey, um, but Bishop Strickland, most priests, uh, I'll just be frank with you, John Henry, don't want me because of the radio and LifeSite News. And Bishop Strickland called me because of that. Blessed be his holy priesthood and, and bishopric. So we got here in August, we're thrilled We've been in two double ride, double wide uh, trailers, mobile homes on leased property since we came. And yes, we are taking women in. I have over 50 women who have asked to come in. Um, we have women here now. We have women discerning. We can, we have a, a good parish, a wonderful priest now, a holy mass. And that's what the women have wanted. And I couldn't take them in before for various reasons, but I can now. And now we need a bigger place. And my heart has been to build, in fact, we have a monk designing a monastery for us. I wanted to build a big monastery starting over 50 women on some property. And it would take, I don't know, five to 10 million to raise and a couple of years. And I actually don't want that because the world is so awful, souls, are going to hell. The, the situation's getting worse every single day. You can hardly tell a Catholic from the world. You, you can't. 
most Catholics don't know their faith. So my heart has been to restore God's design for the family and bring the full traditional habit back to the streets. Um, and so I've been looking for a place that has structures, doesn't have to look, no, this is Bible country, there's no monasteries here, but enough that we can move into. And it, it's less than a week, we just found it. It's on 86 acres, and I said, we're 50 is okay for us, we don't need 86. 50 acres, two large structures. It used to be an event facility, but everything is within two years brand new, and the couple who owns it they're elderly, they want out from under it. A huge building that'll fit 30 sisters to start with, and we could add on to it. And another facility that will hold our chapel, refectory, our sewing room for habits, uh, our parlor for visitors, uh, our office, everything we need. And it has a deep well, John Henry. We have all the water we will need. It's too good to be true. The property is worth $3 million. And because the couple just wants it sold, they put it on the internet for 1.45 million. We went there. There's us and another very interested party. They want us to have it. And they've lowered it to 1.2 million for us. Wow. It's just too good to be true. We could pack up our trailers and move in next week. So we've already begun to sign the contracts without having the money for it. We've been able to raise almost half of that, almost half, less than 600,000, almost half. And we need the other six, 700,000. And so the closing date is June 23rd. We don't need the full money before then, but they're not interested in selling it to us if we cannot pay the whole thing up front because many people have wanted it, but they don't have the money. So we have to have the cash by June 23rd, but they need to know within the next week or so that we'll have the money by June 23rd so people can donate or they'll say, well, I can give to you the first week of June as long as we have a pledge or an email or something that they see that we'll be able to make uh, the deed. That's the situation. And I'm just ecstatic. Um, so many women want to come. We don't have room for them here. Um, we live the rule of St. Benedict and we want to teach the faith to families we want to reach out to every soul in the world. Our Lady of Fatima, as you know and have reported, said that the final battle will be for marriage and the family. And so the fact that we have been attacked very directly, satanic attacks when we began in St. Louis under Cardinal Burke, tangible attacks that I'll never forget, the former person. And since then, put out of a couple of dioceses and off a of radio station, two and two is four. We live for nothing but marriage in the family. And that's the instrument God has chosen to build his kingdom, which is why it is Satan's target to destroy. And all this about so-called same-sex marriage, and gender ideology, and transhumanism, the evil has one object, to destroy the family. They can't destroy the church. But when you destroy the family, you destroy the church. There's no vocations. If there's no vocations, there's no priesthood, no priesthood, no mass, no mass. The universe doesn't exist. So that's the only thing we care about. And that's what we're doing. And so we need this property. If God would have us have it, we need it. We need to know we're going to have it in about a week. But then we don't have to pay for it till June 23rd. That's the story. I'm. You could tell I'm excited. This is the first opportunity. And it means... 
we'll have fine land, we'll have roofs over our head, it's absolutely fine, and we won't have to build a big monastery. Hello, friends. To celebrate the momentous overturning of Roe v. Wade, we at LifeSite have minted just under 10,000 of these brand new limited edition pro-life silver rounds. Now, each round is stamped with the image of the Supreme Court of the United States featuring the date that the High Court delivered this historic victory. And on the front of our pure silver rounds, LifeSite's logo surrounded by a brilliant sunburst and draped with olive branches. They, of course, commemorate our 25-year anniversary of LifeSite News. We began in 1997 in September, so September of 2022 was 25 years. These one ounce silver rounds are available from our partners at stjosephspartners.com where you can fulfill all of your silver and gold needs in this perilous time. May God bless you. Now, Mother, you know, it to me is an honor to support your work. I pledge that I will be making a donation. If everybody can go lifefunder.com uh, it's a place where we, as you probably already know, but we set up fundraisers for good causes. This is a great cause. Um, and let's let people know a little bit about your work. Um, when you were founded, uh, your inspiration to found it, your mission is related to the wearing of the habit. Can you explain for perhaps for those who don't know? Well, yes, and you just gave me a chill to recount this story. When I was 19 and Jewish in New York, I've been on my own since I'm 17. I ran two companies in New York. I ran businesses, everything. So at 19, the news came out, and I come from a conservative Jewish home. So for to me, there's two people in the world, Jews and non-Jews. Never learned a negative thing, but just we're Jewish, and the rest of the world is not. And the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is our God. Whoever knew that he was the triune God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So I'm 19 years old in New York, and the news comes out that nuns have permission to shorten the habit to knee length. Well, I didn't even know the word habit. I didn't know that. But I knew whoever these nuns were, that they're in the world who affect the world for God. And I thought to myself, instead, alas, the world has affected them. Now, because of the shortening of habits, I didn't know a thing about Vatican II, Catholic, zero, it was in the middle of the miniskirt era in New York, and I assumed it was a religious accommodation to the miniskirt era. But the thing, John Henry, that that um, is sealed forever in my body is that at that moment with that news, a physical bolt, like an electric bolt, just went through me and paralyzed me for a second or two. It just went through me. I don't know what it was. And on the spot, that news became my loss, my personal deep and immediate loss. It had nothing to do with me. I lost what wasn't mine. I never forgot it, but that was it. And 26 years later, when I was looking into the Catholic Church, and I listened to a certain troublemaker called Scott Hahn, and he said, for the one who will look into the claims of the Catholic Church and church history, all of that, because I had been full-time Protestant ministry, I graduated Protestant seminary to save Catholics, and so Scott said, whoever will look into the claims of the Catholic Church, he said, to that one will come, all his words, a holy shock and a glorious um, uh, happening or something, a glorious holy shock and a glorious something, awakening, that the church he had been fighting against, moi, and trying to save people from, was in fact the church Christ established on earth. 
2,000 years ago. That holy shocks God's words. I'm telling you now, and I have goosebumps. The same thing happened right then as happened when I was 19. It never happened again. Those two times, electric physical bolt paralyzed me for a couple of sentence, seconds. And I knew on the spot, although I still wanted to save all Catholics from the church, I knew if I didn't look into the claims of the Catholic church, I'd be turning from God. When I look back on that now, um, what I think happened in that incredible supernatural moment is that I think in a moment, I went from wanting to save every Catholic from what I believe was a Satan system, false religious system leading people astray to knowing it was true. I think that whatever God did through that electric boat was so powerful. I knew it was true, but couldn't imagine how. So that began an almost five year agonizing journey to find out how on earth it is true and how the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, who no man could see and live, took on flesh and became one of us. Amazing. And how he took a further step of condescension and gave and gives himself to us as our food in the Eucharist. So I entered the church in 1995. Now, I went to lunch with my best friend in the world, Protestant. And she said to me, Roz, Rosalind Moss, my given name. She said, Roz, if you become Catholic, you're not going to be a nun, are you? <laughs> and we were in the middle of a huge Sizzler salad place in California. And I said to her, Beth, I didn't think of that. I said, but could you see me walking through this restaurant in a black and white habit to the floor? See what I ever thought it was. I guess that's what I saw in Brooklyn. I said to her, even if people think I'm a medieval wacko, they have to think of God. Whatever they think of God, they think of God. And that's enough for me. Well, two and a half years after that is when I became Catholic. And John Henry, I've had one desire, not to be a religious. I'm not the type. God would want me. He would want me. So I went on staff with Catholic Answers. as a full-time apologist for nine years. And I'm traveling through airports, 50 conferences a year, and in my regular clothes. And I would think to myself, what a waste. It makes no difference to anyone's life. But if I could walk through airports in a habit to the floor, I'd be assigned to God. So now when I walk through airports, which is not often because I need to build this, I'm ecstatic. Muslim women come up to me. They respect this. Everybody comes up to me. They don't say, who are you? What order? They could care less. My sister, would you pray for me? Would you do this? Would you do that? I'm going to give away. I don't know that I'll ever write it. I've been asked to write a book on my life. I don't know if I'll, God will ever live me, let me live long enough where I'll have the time, but I'm giving away the title now. If I ever write it, the title is, I can't even say this without crying, A Hanger for God. Mother Teresa was a pencil. I'm a hanger. It has nothing to do with me. It's this. I'm a hanger for this. And I get to wear it. There's no way I could be. Do I feel like, I still don't feel like a religious John Henry. I'm telling you, everybody. I feel like a Jew from Brooklyn. And I'm in a habit. And I can tell the world about the Messiah and his church. I'm a happy camper. And so this opportunity 
is uh, a step that I didn't know I'd find in, in Bible Belt, Texas. But if God wants it, Mother Teresa would say, if God wants it, we'll have it. If he doesn't want it, we don't want it. That's where I'm at. It's simple. But right now, my heart is boiling over with the chance and the opportunity to have this program. Mother, you have suffered for so many years with the insanity of wondering, your Lord gave you a calling, under Cardinal Burke, no less. And then it was like the wilderness for so long. And yet to watch the women who had come forward begging to be in your order, having to send them home, heart-crushing stuff. Yeah. And yet our Lord in his good time has chosen to bless you and revive the order that he called you to found. Uh, I think it's just incredibly beautiful. Um, I'm so proud to do a little bit for you. Um, that's why, my friends, I've already pledged to uh, make a donation that Mother gets um, even better situated there in Texas. God bless Bishop Joseph Strickland. I wish mm -hmm. I lived in Tyler, Texas now. <laughs> We'll, we'll keep a room. We'll keep the light on for you, John. Henry. We'll have a little extra room in the beginning. Very good. It's and just Mother, very beautiful. Any final thoughts for for folks um, who will see this? This is going to be aired on Monday, and I pray by end of week uh, you're you're all fully taken care of there. Well, wouldn't that be something? Well, um, my final thoughts are. Uh, filled with gratitude that God not only died for us, gave life to us, but causes us to desire to live for him with every cell in our body and then gives us the ability to do what we can. We fail every day. I fail every day. Um, but he doesn't give up. And every day, no matter what happens in the church, no matter what happens in the world, every moment of every day, there's no way to live for him enough. A thousand eternities will never be enough to thank him for what he's done. So beloved, if you're able, if God moves you to move and help us in this, of course, you know, I'm deeply, deeply, deeply grateful. If you want to and you can't, please, it's God's business to build his kingdom. And if you pray for this and pray for us, I will be tremendously grateful. And I want to say, uh, though John Henry is interviewing me, that you could not do better with every penny you have than to support LifeSite News. They are uncompromising and absolutely tremendous. And they began as LifeSite, as a pro-life website. And I want to tell you that the world, world is going today. There is nothing that touches our life that's not pro to the pro-life scene, absolutely nothing. And so LifeSite News has remained faithful, um, put their head on the line. They've been cut from YouTube and other places. And I would urge you to continue to support them. So I bless you, John Henry. Thank you for your love, for being such a faithful brother in Christ. And I would say to everybody listening, live as if it's true. That's my word. Those were always my words. Live as if it's true as if nothing else matters. And if we do as Catholics, I think we'll have a chance of turning the culture and the world around 
but it's going to take a tremendous amount of sacrifice and faithfulness. Amen. God bless you, Mother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, John Henry. Bless you. And God bless all of you. And we'll see you next time. Hi, everyone. This is John Henry Weston. We hope you enjoyed this program. To see more like it, be sure to hit the subscribe button below to get all the latest content from LifeSite News. Check the links in the description to read more and connect